join me and Nicole Towers as we talk about probably the most well-known of the 12 universal laws, the law of attraction. Mind Your Energy is for you, the woman who is ready to break up with the busy life to reclaim a vibrant, full one. Fuel your motivation, mind, and heart with stories and strategies to confidently show up as your best self. I'm Mary Zargarian, a certified life and mindset coach, NLP, EFT, and Reiki practitioner. As Mindset Mary, I'll be bringing you conversations around mindset, self-love, energy mastery, and personal growth. Together, we will let go of perfectionism, self-doubt, and burnout to live a life of more confidence, alignment, and fun. Are you ready for what comes next? Let's get started. All right, welcome back, everybody, to Mind Your Energy podcast. We are going to continue this really, no pun intended, but this high vibe, high energy series that we have going with the 12 Universal Laws. And today is law number four, I believe, the law of attraction. And with us today, we have Nicole. Nicole, welcome to the podcast. Hi, Mary. Thanks so much for having me today. I'm excited to talk about this universal law. I am too. And I'm especially excited, I think, about the law of attraction because so many people are familiar with at least the name of the law. Like if you go to anybody, even if they don't consider themselves soul-led, spiritual, they have heard a reference to the law of attraction somehow. But before we dive all the way into that law, what it means, all of the good things, I want you to please introduce yourself to my audience because everybody, Nicole is amazing and I want everyone to know who she is and what she does. Yeah. So I'm Nicole and I, um, I was actually, I don't know if you know, but I was born in Santa Monica in California. So, but I was actually raised in Sydney and then Perth, which is where I'm based now. And I've, I've got an English husband and two um, young children and I have a business, um, an online business, and I'm a human design uh, reader and I'm also a business coach. So I help um, women build intentional businesses that really align with their human design. So, and I also do human design readings to really help people find a lot of purpose in their life if they're feeling a little bit stuck or lacking in some clarity. So um, I absolutely love what I do and it really lights me up so I could speak about it all day. <laughs> <laughs> and just because I'm curious, Nicole, what human design type are you? I'm a projector. Same. <laughs> Same. <laughs> yes. So we definitely need our rest uh, and to sort of balance that. I know that when I first found out that I was a projector, I felt like it was a huge permission slip being a non-energy type that I actually could rest. And I was more, I feel like I, all my life through my jobs, I've been operating as a generator. So I worked long hours and I often felt burnt out and I never understood why. So yeah, do you find that as well? Yes. As you were describing that, I was like, oh my gosh, you just described me in my corporate career, like always pushing myself. Once you finish one thing, you're already moved on to the next thing and never allowing yourself time to rest. And I think that's why I am where I am today, right? That's why many of us actually that start our own businesses are where we are today is because we recognize that the way that we were operating is no longer aligned to who we are at the core, or at least the lifestyle that we want to live. Absolutely. No, I totally agree with that. Oh, and I'm so excited. So what we will do too, is if anyone is not familiar with human design, what it is and what their type is, because if you're listening to this, like projector or generator, yes, exactly. um, I will link in the show notes and in the description of the video, 
a link to human design. I'll, Nicole, if you don't mind, if you could send me what your recommended yeah. link is for people um, yeah, just to dip their toe in it. Yeah. yeah, it'd be great for them to be able to just log in their birth details and see what their body graph is and even just get a little bit of information so they can start digesting that. And then if they want to have any more information about it or have a reading, then they can absolutely DM me or reach out to me. I'd love to help. Uh, yeah. Oh, I love, yeah, I love, especially what you're doing, marrying human design and business. Um, I cannot wait to see what yep. else you have coming down the pipeline. <laughs> All right. So the law of attraction, I think a lot of people have heard about it because of the book, the secret, there's actually been documentaries and everything following the footsteps of that book. But from your perspective, what's your understanding and interpretation of the law of attraction? Yeah. So I agree. Like, I feel like it's the most common law that people do resonate with and have an understanding of, but I, I feel like it's a, the thoughts that you think and your beliefs really have an impact on the vibration that you're in. And then that really dictates what you attract. So if you really focus on things like maybe the fact that you don't have enough money, you're always going to feel like you never have enough money and you're going to sort of operate from that scarcity and lack mindset. Whereas if you really start to focus on perhaps things like self-love, you will really uh, attract more of that into your life and people will, you know, treat you with love and respect. So um, I feel like you energetically attract what you put out there. So that's how I sort of feel about it. What about you, Mary? Yeah, I was just thinking there's that coinage, right? The like attracts like, and that last example that you used about even relationships where if you're in a relationship that's toxic and you keep recognizing that you have these patterns of toxic relationships, it doesn't have to be like a romantic relationship, but you have a pattern of toxic relationships in your life. If they take a moment to pause and see it as a mirror, like what is happening within me that I'm not loving enough in order to allow other people to do that to me, right. To, to be treated and not necessarily have boundaries to protect myself and my energy. Absolutely. It's almost like you um, sort of surround the things that you surround yourself is what you um, are attracting into your life as well and what you're allowing yourself to um, have in your life. So it's um, almost like having people around you that expand you and you're sort of attracting more of that beautiful energy in as well. So yeah, yeah. it's almost like yeah. an experimentation in self-love as well, your thoughts and um, your beliefs. So. 100%. And I know there's a lot of myself included, I think at one point in my business, I actually have a planner out there. I call it the manifestation planner, um, where we talk about putting out intentions and desires and being clear on what it is that you're trying to call into your life. So you can attract more of that type of energy and opportunity. Do you have any like personal stories or stories of clients or customers or anything of how the law of attractions played out for you or them? Yeah, absolutely. I, find with myself and also with clients, I teach a lot about uh, attraction marketing, which is very closely tied to the law of attraction. So I find that when people really start in their business, especially personal brands, when they start really being authentic and coming in and um, really um, sharing their unique personality and not sort of having that cookie cutter and following what other people are doing when they start looking less outwards and more inwards then they naturally start making more connections and attracting more clients and opportunities and things into their business and life so it's yeah. quite amazing how that works and on 
the flip side also, I find that it also, if you're creating content that's really authentic to you and people start to unfollow you or that's actually a good thing because yeah. you're repelling the people that aren't meant for you or, or aren't ready for your message yet. So I find, yeah, attraction marketing has been an amazing thing to attract more opportunities, clients and um, things into my life and the life of my clients. So I love that. I I haven't actually heard it called attraction marketing before. So that's interesting that you say it and it makes complete sense. I, If you don't mind, I'd like to share like a personal connection yeah. to it and invite you to also share yours <laughs> because I know your story, but um, others listening don't, right? And so I would say early in the summer, I was still working my business as an empowerment coach. I was actually on a personal leave of absence from my corporate job and still really struggling energetically with what does my business look like? How does it fit in with my corporate job, with my life, my family, everything. And finally had a moment and you know, this. a lot of the people listening know this where I stepped away from corporate in July and had a interaction with you and a bunch of other coaches that were connected to where I had this epiphany moment of I have been avoiding all of this like systems design and thinking and strategy, things that I felt were masculine in nature. We talk about it as being like more masculine structure. Um, and for some reason I convinced myself that that was a bad thing. Right. And so I was avoiding that part of me in the moment I decided, you know what, I'm going to embrace it. I'm going to show up because this is apparently an area of strength and expertise that I need to step into own it. The moment I did that opportunities and my energy took a massive shift. And I don't know if you've had one of those moments in your own business where energetically it just didn't feel aligned and it felt hard and it was like a struggle. And the moment you embraced something that you were connected to, things felt, it felt like the weight was just lifted off your shoulders. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. I had that even, you know, earlier this year, I was feeling that, that things um, weren't quite aligned for me. So, um, I, instead of sort of, I guess I've been following a lot of strategies and, you know, things of other coaches and things like that and my mentors. And I was finding that those strategies weren't necessarily working for me or even I didn't even try them because straight away they didn't feel quite right. It sort of felt a little bit icky. And um, then I really dealt, um, dived a lot deeper into my human design and experimenting with it. And yeah, I found that I'd been, um, all my coaches had been manifesting generators that move a lot differently, that um, show up a lot differently. And then leaning into my design as a human design projector, which is a non-energy type, it was like a big relief. And then I just yeah. started sort of showing up as myself and I started following, um, getting a certification in human design and it was what really lit me up. And as a result, I, I found that my energy and my vibe started lifting and the clarity has been amazing. I, I was feeling always sort of a bit stuck and confused and not quite sure what direction to take. And now I know I lean on my inner authority and my strategy and everything has been so much more clear. And I guess the main result is that I, my DMs every day, are, I, I'm getting things like, I love your energy, I love your vibe. And it's amazing that that is actually going out there and it's being attracted back to me. So yeah, it's a, a beautiful thing. And even collaborations and things like that are really coming um, to me and more clients. So yeah, it's, it's an amazing thing. And I saw when you gave us that Podia run through, Mary gave um, so a group of girls a Podia run through and it was amazing. And we were all 
yeah, really inspired by it. And straight away, all of our positive feedback, it was amazing how quickly you turn that around. And within a week, I think you, I know. <laughs> it was amazing how you turn that around. And, you know, the mindset and the um, systems work married beautifully together. Yeah. And yeah, I've, I've noticed the energy in you shift too, so. Oh, yay. I know it's, I feel a special connection to you, I think, because we both kind of made that energetic shift at the same time. Um, and we were both witness to each other's journey. Yeah. And so I know I, I told my husband, I was like, I get to talk to Nicole today. <laughs> oh, I and, the same and, about you. Yeah. <laughs> and I know we were just chatting about it before we hit record on today's episode, but you even, you said you went through and did some updates and everything, even around your physical space in your home and how that helps our energy too. Can we talk a little bit about that, about like, sometimes it is changing something about our environment to help attract more of what we want in our life. Yeah. I think, I think, especially when you have a home office, I have my home office space, but then the rest of the space, our furniture definitely needed an update. And so I just made that decision a few months ago and hired an interior designer to help figure out how to make the space work. And um, it's amazing how this new furniture, new artwork uh, has had a big impact on not even only myself. I don't think my husband realized what an impact that it would have on him. And also the children absolutely love it it's really brightened up the space and yeah, everyone loves the new and energy in the house because of it. So we're waiting for some more furniture to arrive actually, but it's sort of exciting every time something arrives, it just sort of gives us a great feeling and yeah, uplifts the vibe. Do you find that yes, as well? I do. It's interesting because we've moved, I've moved often <laughs> in my life, but um, as a family unit now, we've moved a couple of times and every time we do, we change our aesthetic in the house to serve the space that we're in. I think so often people move and they try to bring all of the same furniture pieces, artwork and everything that they had and try to make it work. And I've always embraced, like you go into a space and you have to feel like what feels right for this room. Um, so we've been that. in this home for four years and every space gets a little bit of a makeover when my, when yeah. I enter in a new season of creativity. Yeah. And I find when the space, I've found, I guess, also more clarity and I'm working a lot more productively having this beautiful space now as well that I love being in. Yeah, I don't blame you. Look at that artwork. <laughs> I keep looking at it and thinking like, I think well, I've been there. <laughs> yeah, it kind of reminds me of Venice and that's like the first house I grew up in. So in Venice, but um, yeah, the, the top of it's quite clear. You can't really see it, but um, when the light comes in, it's almost like the sunset goes over the top of it, which is really pretty as well. <laughs> Really pretty. I love that. I love that. Um, when it comes to thinking about the law of attraction, we talked about like attraction marketing for our businesses. We've talked about like the energy of our physical spaces and being clear on what it is we desire to attract more of that likeness. Like what are three recommendations or three tips that you have for our listeners on how they can start integrating this law into their life? Yes. Um, well, I touched on a little bit before, but I feel like alignment is really closely linked to the law of attraction. Because I think if you aren't aligned, it shows up in your physical self as being burnt out or feeling stuck or lacking in clarity. And that energy is really felt and you, you are likely to attract more of that energy. When you are feeling aligned, whether it's in life or in business, if you're creating programs that really light you up, 
that definitely has an impact on you and on your vibration as well. So I find that um, if you are in that sort of state of feeling really aligned, it really helps. So things like Reiki would be amazing. I mean, you could probably talk a little bit on that. And I think human design was a big impact on how much more aligned I felt um, in my life and in my business and even meditation, things like that, that really help to align your energy and to clear um, the chakras. And yeah, maybe yes. you could speak a little bit about how Reiki could, do you find that would be something that really helps with alignment? I think for me, when I became a certified practitioner of Reiki and started practicing it on myself and others, I started, I wasn't expecting this, but I started being more in tune with my own intuition, with what my body was feeling and trying to, <laughs> I visualize when I'm practicing Reiki on like my husband, for example, I visualize us being somewhere else. I have a mental Reiki space that I go to and being able to actually picture what kind of energy is coming off of somebody when I'm practicing on them. So if I'm feeling, um, like heat coming from them, I, I will actually visualize that energy coming off as like a red, like orb, um, same thing with coolness, anything, but it's allowed me, like you said, to get better in tune with my intuition, with what I'm feeling, with what my um, family is feeling when I'm practicing it with them. Um, and that alignment piece is key. It's once you better understand yourself, whether it's energy work, whether it's understanding your human design type and how that shows up in your life, whatever it is, you're able to then better understand how you move forward and what Absolutely. you do next. Yes. Yeah, that's so important. I love that. Um, and then the second would be, uh, I find it like journaling is a huge thing for me and affirmations. So I love that saying, you write what you invite. And I do believe that that has really powerful for um, the law of attraction. So I, for my journaling practice, uh, part of it is each night I write a gratitude list and I write down things that I'm grateful for, but I also write down a few things that haven't happened yet. So it sort of helps with the subconscious mind to say, I'm so grateful for, and then you add in blank of what you're grateful for. So that could be something I'd love to have in the future would be a retreat. So I'm so grateful for having this amazing retreat with aligned clients in this beautiful location and um, having, you know, amazing experiences. And it's sort of just almost starting to subconsciously attract those things into your life, attract the people that might be at that. So I love that. And uh, do you write, do you have, find that journaling and gratitude um, practices as well? I do. And I even did a podcast episode last season on how to start a journaling practice and I'm superstitious. <laughs> and so, <laughs> and so I wouldn't write down anything as a negative. Right. And I think this is something that we've heard from yeah. our like mutual mentors and stuff too, is if I'm having negative thoughts or feelings or my like, mindset is in a a bad headspace. Instead of writing out like nobody is reaching out to me, I, I launched this program and nobody signed up. Instead of writing out all of the negative, I try to rewrite that in a way where I'm leaning more into the positive. It's it's better for your own psyche, right? And motivation. Yeah, if you're always like fixated on the negative, it's never good for you. But um, again, it's trying to put your energy into the things that you want more of in your life. So if you're always fixated on I didn't hit my number. My project was delayed. Um, what, whatever that instance is, then you're 
actually saying like, that's what I want to focus on. And that's what I'm going to recognize more, whether or not those are actually presenting themselves more as a result of the energy you're putting out there, but you start recognizing yeah, what you start focusing on. Yeah, absolutely. I love that. Um, but is that saying attention goes where energy flows yeah, for I love that. energy? Yeah. I yeah. always butcher. Yeah. <laughs> and she plays attention. goes, yes. <laughs> you all know what I mean. <laughs> and so the third thing that I'd say would be to surround yourself with expanders. So people that show you like coaches that show you what is possible or going in, being part of masterminds with people that have shared dreams and shared goals, people that really lift up your vibe. I think that's really important. And as a byproduct, definitely other things happen. Like um, you attract collaborations, you attract um, new clients because your friends and connections are recommending you. And it's sort of collectively raising the vibration of the collective really. And um, yeah, I find that that's an amazing thing for me in the last nine months, particularly joining a masterclass is the deep connections I've made with people from all around the world. And yeah, that's been a beautiful thing. Yeah. I know. I think joining a mastermind, if anyone is listening to this and you've been interested in a mastermind, for me, the personal benefit that I've gotten from masterminds is being able to hear other people's stories, their perspectives, what they find challenging and recognizing that I'm not alone in the things that might, I might find hard or difficult. And also I might hear a story of something that you're doing, Nicole, in your business that now I can take that perspective into a different context for what I need for my business, but it might not have been something I thought of before. It's nice having that, that, um, that mentor or that master coach to help you. But I think the true benefit of a mastermind is really taking the opportunity to get connected to your peers. Absolutely. Yeah. It does make you feel so much more connected to, you know, yourself and yeah, you feel great when you've got people, um, that have got that like-minded vision that you have and that share that because sometimes it can be hard when people aren't in business and don't relate to the challenges and the highs as well that you go through in having an online business. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That will be a topic for another podcast episode. (laughs) So one thought that came up that I know you and I have talked about before is this concept of vision boards. I actually have a client slash like business friends who swears by her vision board. She says that every time she's put anything up on a vision board, it has come to fruition. Um, it's to the point, like she's so adamant about it. I'm like, can you make my vision board for me? (laughs) She's got the magic touch. Now for people who are less familiar with vision boards, because I know a lot of people are familiar with them, but let's just, (laughs) let's just go with it. What's your experience with vision boards? Have you done them or what do you recommend for people to try? Yes, I've, um, I've been creating vision boards for a few years now. And I think it's a really powerful tool for clarifying your vision. And um, yeah, it's basically, I go onto Canva and I find a, a beautiful um, frame. And then I start putting into pictures from Pinterest of some of my favorite images of things that I would, lo- I often do it at the start of the year of things that I would love to happen in that year, things that I'd like to come to fruition. And I try to balance it. I think this year, I found within six months, everything 
I had um, achieved. And actually, that's one thing I'm going to be doing actually later today is actually doing another vision board for the rest of the year, even though there's um, only, you know, sort of coming towards the end of the year, I feel like I have a lot of energy and excitement about all the things that are coming to, um, that I'm bringing out at the end of the year. So I don't feel like I'm slowing down. I feel like I'm speeding up. So I definitely want to create another vision board for that. But it can be things that you want in your physical space. It could be uh, things that travel that you want to do, um, the amazing clients you want to have. It could be income goals and yeah, putting them up with pictures and with quotes is a really powerful way to um, yeah clarify that vision. And I like to also put it into my screensaver on my phone and also the screensaver on my computer. So it's something that I see every day. So it's not something I just sort of do and forget about. And I think that's a powerful yeah. thing as well. And the law of attraction is you're actually seeing that those visual cues and you're drawing that into your life more. How about yeah. you? Do you I do. And it's, it's interesting because I think I used to do vision boards a lot, like years ago, right. I used to do them when you and your girlfriends would get together, have a whole bunch of magazines and you can cut out like catalogs, magazines, and create physical ones. Um, as a mature adult, I call myself, <laughs> um, no, I have um, tried to play around with creating vision boards in Canva, but I will be honest, my vision boards, like maybe it's because I have so many <laughs> ideas and I visualize a lot as a practice. I, I try to wake up every morning, visualize like what my good day is going to look like everything that it's hard for me to capture the essence <laughs> of everything onto a vision board. But when I did, I would do the same thing, go into Canva, create it for my desktop, for my phone screensaver. Um, and now that I think about it, I have an Asana board yeah. <laughs> as my vision for the year. Um, and all of those things came true for me as well. Now that I'm thinking back on yeah. my 2021 you have an Asana board for that. <laughs> <laughs> of course I have an Asana board for that. And that might be something I could offer you. Yeah, um, absolutely. But a vision board doesn't have to be the traditional sense of like cutting out catalogs mm. and magazines. Um, I like that you mentioned that you use Canva for it and you can create screensavers from it because I think a lot of people haven't been doing vision boards lately. Yeah. Maybe you've lost that creative spark mm. because of the state of the world and yeah. everything going on, but it's still a great practice. And everybody, if you're listening to this, follow Nicole's lead. Like she's going yeah. out. It's the end of September. Well, I say it's the end of September. It's actually September 15th as we record this. It's the middle of <laughs> September and there is still amazing time left in this year so I'm gonna actually take your lead and maybe I'll link to my vision board yeah. in the show notes that would be great love to see that I also like to think about uh, the energy as well so you might not want to just do a picture of um, you know a setting you might want to do a picture of a group of women together laughing you know having in a beautiful location and that's sort of more the energy of the, that you want to create the vibe that you want to create in your programs or in your life so I love that yeah. as well thinking about that I'm going to visualize myself at your retreat <laughs> <laughs> love that that'll be fun great so as we wrap up the show specifically just talking about the law of attraction are there any final thoughts that you have for anyone who's listening and who's like so energized now to go forward and put this into practice? I think just, I know my past self would have, you know, gotten out of bed if I had, you know, something had have happened, like I slept through my alarm and I was running late. I'd kind of go into this med mental stories in my head and start thinking 
you know, everything was, the, the day wasn't going to go all according to plan, like this is not happening for me. And I'd really focus on that. And ultimately things started happening and I'd start recognising all the things that weren't going well in that day. And it probably would end up being a bad day. Whereas I just really think to focus on the power that your thoughts and mind actually has, because it's easy to let your mind and thoughts go unchecked. And if you really keep a check on that, when your mind starts filtering into negativity, check yourself and just really start to come back and be kind to yourself. I think leading with kindness to yourself and other people is such a beautiful thing and to attract more of that into your life is amazing. <laughs> yeah, I definitely see a theme of being more in tune and connected with who you are authentically. I know we hear that phrase a lot, but we talked a lot about it today. Um, understanding how the things that we focus on can manifest, right? Often our subconscious mind likes to look for things to validate what we're thinking. Yes. Um, and then just this common theme of like self-love and kindness, <laughs> um, because when you do that, then you often will invite, people will see that you respect yourself and you're kind to yourself. And to them, that's signaling that, hey, you have this boundary and this is what you expect of them as well. So, yeah, I love that. <laughs> I love that. All right. So how can our listeners find you if they want to know all about human design, business, just anything and everything about Nicole? Yeah. So I'm mainly on Instagram. So I'm at Nicole Towers underscore. And I also have a website at NicoleTowers.com. So you can find me on there. I'd love to chat if you want to talk to me about anything about human design, marketing, attraction marketing. Um, my DMs are always open. And yeah, <laughs> I'm excited and anything exciting that you want to just, I love celebrating people where they are right now in life and business, anything exciting that you have coming out the works. Yeah, I do actually have a, a workshop coming out um, on the 30th of September. So that is a human design 101 class. So that is for anyone who's really intrigued or interested to learn more about their human design, what it all means. And it's a really um, a good rundown of everything to sort of look out for to start experimenting with your design and your energy. So uh, if you're interested, yeah, I'll have that link in my bio if you want to join. It's a free workshop. So yeah, I'm excited. Okay. I'll put a reminder about that workshop and that that's coming up in the show notes, but Nicole, thank you so much for being on the podcast. I know this is probably going to be the first of many um, times that we can partner and collaborate together. So I am so appreciative of you. Oh, it's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. I've loved chatting about this today. And me too. Have a great day. If you liked today's episode, it would mean so much to me if you left a review. This will help me know what topics are really resonating with you and make sure I'm lining up more great things as we go along.